It is Sunday, April 19th, 2015. This is U62 The Targ. Let's do it! As we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. All right, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Why, what a little tiny microchip deep inside some electronics. Broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62 The Tar. Now your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Pappas. On this week's show, I do an unboxing for you. I sample Tim Horton's Nutella Donut and the Star Wars trailer. It's episode 8.05, Seven Days in the Making. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. You 62 the Targ, you're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Campus here. Welcome to this week's episode of the Targ. And as I said on Twitter last night, pop culture-wise, this was a good week. We got so many good trailers being released online. So, of course, I want to open this show talking about the new trailers that were released. Of course, first one that came out, Ant-Man. I don't know. I'm still not sold on the Ant-Man trailer, or the Ant-Man movie, so to speak. We all know Ant-Man, one of the more obscure Marvel heroes. When they first announced Ant-Man as a movie nine years ago, 2006, everyone was surprised. Everyone is expecting Ant-Man to be Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, just this offbeat hero with some unexpectedly funny adventures. That would be awesome. Then they had all the director troubles with Edgar Wright and everything. Well, Ant-Man is happening, and it comes out this July. The new trailer came out earlier this week, and I'm still not sold. It still looks a little too generic superhero for me. I mean, we got the good guy with his super suit and a bad guy with a super suit with pretty much the same powers. Wasn't that Iron Man? But still, I like the gag at the end where, you know, they miniaturize and they're fighting on top of a Thomas the Tank Engine train set. That's kind of cool. I'm hoping there's more jokes like that in the final Ant-Man movie. That being said, we also got the new trailer for Terminator Genesis. Now, I will admit, this one, now I'm sold on the Terminator reboot. You know, the first trailer for Terminator Genesis, I was like, okay, Arnold Schwarzenegger being chased by a liquid metal Terminator. We've seen this all before. But now with this new trailer, they start getting into the plot a little bit more, and they reveal that John Connor himself is a Terminator, some kind of new man-machine hybrid that we've never seen before, and now they have to alter the timeline so John Connor doesn't turn into a Terminator. Now that they're getting more into the plot, I'm like, yeah, okay, now I can get on board with this. So I probably will be going to see Terminator Genesis when it comes out this July. Let's see, were there any other trailers that came out this week? Any, anything else that caught my eye? Oh yeah, there was the brand new Star Wars trailer! Oh my god! God, the Star Wars trailer was so awesome. I'm kind of bad that I feel so good about it because, you know, every time I get excited like this, there's a nagging voice in the back of my head going, yeah, but never forget, you thought the Episode 1 trailer was pretty cool too, and look how that turned out. Well, that being said, I did think Episode 1 was not as bad as everyone else says. You know, when I was rebuilding my website, I found my original Episode 1 review, and I was shocked 
at how much I loved it back in the day. But, uh, I keep saying that, you know, when The Clone Wars came out in 2007, I went to see that movie and I was like, okay, I'm done with Star Wars. I'm burnt out. No more Star Wars for me. I'm sick of it. But now with the announcement of these new movies and the new trailer, I'm here I am. I'm like the broken-hearted boy going, I'll never fall in love again. I'll never fall in love. But when they were starting that live stream on Thursday morning, and we knew they were going to be premiering the new trailer as part of their episode 7 panel live stream, I found myself tuning in and watching the whole live stream. You know, again, I was marveled at uh, the new droid BB-8. You know, that's a practical effect. You know, that is an actual animatronic that rolls around on a bowling ball and it's just it's amazing how they were able to pull that off and they brought out the new stars and it was great talking to them they didn't offer up that much more about their characters but you know nice to keep some surprises they brought out the new stormtroopers we got a good look at the new stormtroopers then they brought out the returning cast members mark hamill carrie fisher anthony daniels peter mayhew this is how little i know about the new star wars movie i had no idea chewbacca was back too until they brought out peter mayhew at that live stream and then the end and they brought out the trailer I was watching it at work, right? And through the hallway, I could tell that our morning show host was watching it down the radio in the uh, control room. So, of course, I ran down the hall and I'm like, I hear you're watching it too. Let's watch it together. Wow. Just wow. You know, that opening shot where we see that uh, downed Star Destroyer in the desert planet. We used to think it was Tatooine, but we learned at the panel that it's actually a new desert planet called Jakku. So we saw the downed Star Destroyer. I watched it about four or five times before I realized, yeah, there's a dilapidated X-Wing in the foreground too, kind of half buried in the sand. And then Mark Hamill's narration comes up talking about the Force and uh, we see Darth Vader's burnt out helmet just... Uh, it just got so much better. We saw TIE Fighters again. We saw Star Destroyers again. And of course, the big moment. The big reveal at the end. You know what I'm talking about. Chewie. We're home. When they played that, me and my morning guy, we were screaming, we were yelling, we were so happy. You would think it was we were watching the end of a war or something. We were just so happy. It's just, oh, it is so good. So good. So good. Oh, it's just... I'm excited for Star Wars. I said I wouldn't fall in love again. You know, again, as I said on Facebook, you know, I shared my episode one story and some guy chimed in and he was like, well, I put my faith in J.J. Abrams. And as I said to him, the last time I put my faith in J.J. Abrams, I got Star Trek into darkness. So, yeah, I'm still I'm trying to be cautious, but everything I've seen is so good. It's hard not to get your hopes up. You're listening to Mark Kappas. It's clear to all of you that I am awesome. On U62, The Targ. I think it's time for another installment of Mark Tastes Random Things. As I promised you last week, and I had to run over to Tim Hortons the day it was released, it is here. Such a thing exists. Tim Hortons has given us 
a Nutella donut. All of the ooey gooey goodness of Nutella in a baked good. Uh, I'm actually recording this on Wednesday morning, the day that the Tim Hortons donut is released to the public. So of course, on my way to work that morning, I had to swing through the drive-thru and get the Nutella donut. And I have the Nutella donut here in my hand right now. How can I describe it to you? Okay, so remember back at um, back at Thanksgiving when Tim Hortons had their pumpkin pie donut? It's a donut that looks kind of like that, only in the middle where they have the dollop of pumpkin pie filling, that's where they have the dollop of Nutella. And then the remainder of the donut itself, it is covered in uh, chocolate and of course has hazelnuts on it because as we all know, uh, Nutella advertises itself as being a chocolate hazelnut spread, but really all you ever taste is the chocolate. So here we go. I'm going to take a bite of the Nutella donut. Mmm. Oh, that's good. I didn't get into the middle there with the Nutella. I did get a smidge of the Nutella. I know it's Nutella e goodness. Mmm. Mmm. Oh, that was so good. You can kind of, uh, you're not getting a lot of the hazelnut flavor. I'm going to take a second bite now. Now I'm really going for the Nutella in the center. Oh. Oh. That is so good. What can I say? It's like a typical Tim Hortons donut. I got Nutella. That is so good, my friends. So good. Mmm. Mmm. Oh, yeah. So there we go, gang. That is the Nutella Donut, now available at your neighborhood Tim Hortons. Everything's better with Mark Chappis. Crime has gone down, productivity is up, and ratings for Doctor Who are through the roof. Mark Chappis on U62, the TAR. All right, got another live event for the podcast here. Six weeks ago, I got a text message from my best friend. He had some news for me. He had just bought something online from China. And because it was on sale, he decided to buy a second one for me. And I've been eagerly waiting by my mailbox, waiting for this package from China to come. And lo and behold, it came today. I was thinking about opening it up uh, live on the air during my uh, afternoon radio show. You know, the radio show I get paid to do. But then uh, the morning guy was like, well, you'd better not. Because what if it's like a sex toy or something like that? I really don't think it is because, you know, my best friend, he's not the kind of guy who'd be like, oh, look, fleshlights are on sale, two for one. Mark would like one of these, too. So, yeah, he's not that kind of guy when it comes to toys. You know, it's strictly, you know, Transformers and G.I. Joe for us. So here it is. I have the package and uh, I'm going to open it up here on the podcast right now. So let's see. How do I get into it? It is uh, packed up pretty solid. The package itself, it's like styrofoam. And then got like duct tape wrapped around it and then all kinds of stamps. Wish I had my pocket knife. That kind of feels like the top of a box right there. So I will drive in right there. Do, do, do. Come on, into the box. There we are. Opening up the box. Ah. They have really wrapped this good over in China. I can't quite get inside yet. Got to cut through this tape, literal red tape. 
Well, actually, it's yellow tape, but you know what I'm getting at here. There we are. Ah. There we go. Oh. Come on, darn it. Really wish I had my pocket knife with me right now. Ugh. Ugh. That looks like, well, I pulled out some kind of instructions. It looks like Transformer instructions. Did he send me a Dinobot? As for a transforming dinosaur, did he send me a Dinobot? Let's get into this box here. Darn you Chinese Packers. This is so tight. Ugh. Really, really wish I had my pocket knife. There we are. It's a cube. It's a cube of some kind. Do I dare open the cube? Or do I keep it blind boxed? <sighs> Minton package. What is... It looks like a quintessen on the box. Did he send me a quintessen? Oh. Screw collectability. I'm opening the package. Just got to be very careful about it, because that way I can sell the mint box with it. Oh, who am I kidding? I never sell my toys. Aha. Uh -huh. Holy moly, yep, that. It's a quintessen. Holy moly. Gotta gently peel it open here. Yeah. Oh, wow. You almost have to put it together. There's the five faces. Oh, wow. This is so, so cool. Thank you, Kenton. Thank you. Thank you very much. This is spectacular. This is your interstellar disc jockey. Mark Kappas, U62. The Targ. And now it's time for the song of the show. Still haven't put together a nifty intro for it. I know I gotta get my imaging guys on it, and by my imaging guys, I mean me. But for the song of the show this week, I have chosen a cut from Casey Musgraves. It's called My House, and here it is on U62 The Targ.
Parking lots and county lines and counting mile market signs where the buffalo and antelope all run. Greetings from Niagara Falls, one more postcard for the wall off in our home, sweet home away from home. Water and electric and a place to drain the septic. Any KOA to say okay as long as I'm with you. Come on, hit your wagon to the living room I'm dragging. If I can't bring you to my house, I'll bring my house to you. And Washington and Idaho and Oregon and away we go to Tennessee and Arkansas. No, we won't stop till we've seen them all. Till we've seen them all. So what else could you ask for? You don't even need a passport. The whole world from our living room. So come on, hit your wagon to the happiness I'm dragging. If I can't bring it to my house, I'll bring my house to you. If I can't bring it to my house, I'll bring my house to you. It don't matter where we go, I'll never be alone. Anywhere beside you is a place that I'll call home. No matter where we go, I'll never be alone. Anywhere beside you is a place that I'll call home. Casey Musgraves, My House on U62, the Targ, off of her album Same Trailer, Different Park, finally broke down and bought her album on iTunes. I adore Casey Musgraves, you know, and she kind of represents, you know, the dichotomy I have in my job as music director at a radio station. I love her stuff. I adore her stuff. When she first burst on the scene two years ago, she won Best New Artist at just about every major country music award. But her songs aren't high enough on the charts yet for me to successfully make the argument that we should be playing her on my station. So it's just, uh, the difficulties I face in the job, well, so at least I have full reign over my podcast, so I can tell you, go listen to Casey Musgraves. She is awesome. She's just, she's, she encapsulates small town life so perfectly. You're listening to Mark Cappas. This is the old days, man, the bad days, the all or nothing days. They're back on U62. The Targ. Well, we're winding down now, getting to the end of this week's show, and you're probably going, hey, there was another big trailer that came out this week that you haven't talked about yet. And yeah, that was the first trailer for Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Part of that was because, you know, for that first break, I kind of had it planned out how I wanted to build up to Star Wars, and when they went and released the Batman v Superman trailer on Friday night, that kind of threw my plan akimbo. Besides... I have problems with the Batman v Superman trailer, so I think it deserves its full break. I'm not digging it. I can't get on board with this one. And I know, I kind of liked Man of Steel too, but as one critic pointed out, it's like they took everything that people hated about Man of Steel and turned it up to the next level. And of course, we're talking about the darkness and the grittiness. And of course, we have the darkness and the grittiness because Batman is in it once again, and... Don't get me wrong, I love Batman, but did we really need a Batman reboot so soon after Christopher Nolan's beautiful Dark Knight trilogy? I mean, I can see it's time to take Batman in a new direction, and looking at this, it's dark and gritty like the Christopher Nolan films, and I don't think it's enough of a new direction. 
You know, I'm just looking at this and I'm like, yeah, we see the Batwing zooming around. We see Batman stand around looking badass. We've seen this all before. And then I'm kind of upset uh, the way they set up the big Batman v Superman fight at the end. You know the clip I'm talking about. You know where we hear Darth Batman in his armored suit. Tell me, do you bleed? You will. Right away, I'm not liking Darth Batman, and I was talking about this with a co-worker after the trailer broke. I get it, they're going, they're trying to mimic The Dark Knight Returns, and The Dark Knight Returns, still brilliant, the Batman-Superman fight at the climax of that book, it's amazing, but they build up to it, and they set up the differing ideologies between Batman and Superman, you know, they're like the only two superheroes left in the world. Superman has become a total government sellout. And Batman, he's still standing up for the common man. So we have that difference in ideologies that comes to a head in the book. Now, I can see them trying to mimic that in the movie. You know, this time the differing ideologies is Superman has so much power, he needs someone to keep him in check. So Batman, standing up for the little guy, says, I will make sure all that power's kept in check. So maybe they're going that way. But again, going back to the fight in Dark Knight Returns, which is what they're trying to mimic, again, that was meant to be at the end of Batman and Superman's career. Their relationship had become, you know, that co-worker who's kind of quirky, but you tolerate him, but after 50 years of putting up with his shit, you just can't stand him anymore. That was the relationship between Batman and Superman in the Dark Knight Returns. I'm not sure they can establish that relationship with them just starting out like this. So, yeah, Batman v Superman, I'm not quite sold yet. Who knows, maybe I'm going to watch the trailer like five dozen more times just to be sure I don't like it. You know, it's kind of like uh, the comic book guy on that episode of The Simpsons, you know, when they did their Space Wars Episode 1, comic book guy came out of the theater and said, That was the worst movie ever! I will only see it! Five more times today. That's what geeks are like, right? We love the things we hate, and we hate the things we love. It is our curse. And I think I'll end it there because I'm about all rambled out. I'm Mark Apps. This has been the Targ. I will see you next week. And this brings us to the end of another exciting episode of the Targ. Don't forget you can download a new episode of the Targ every week at chaosinabox.com. The Targ is written and produced by Mark Kappas under the watchful eye of 42 Star Wars action figures. The Targ is a Chaos in a Box production. I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm not going to be able to do that.